1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. Money Wise starts now. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Memorial Day weekend. And thank you so much for listening to Money Wise every Sunday morning. Today we have a very special show on celebrating Memorial Day. We're going to be talking about Memorial Day events. We're going to be talking about the new Vietnam Wall Recreation in Fall River. We have some interesting guests, and uh, we hope you stay tuned to the end because at the very end of our show today, we're going to be showing or playing a special recording of Hallelujah, the song, and this is Hallelujah Veterans Version. It'll be at the very end of the show. You will not want to miss this, so please stay tuned to the end to listen to this show. It's been uh, viewed, the video for it has been viewed more than 125 million times, which is pretty incredible. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show today. So the first thing I'd like to do this morning, before I introduce our guest today, we have a a veteran from the Navy, we have a veteran from the Marine Corps to my side, and um, I told the gentleman from the Navy that he's surrounded today, but (laughs) on the other hand, the Marines are part of the Navy, correct? Correct. Correct. uh, We're We're all brothers. Yes, we're all brothers and and sisters. sisters. Yes. So welcome to a special show on Memorial Day weekend. The first thing I'd like to do this morning, I guess, is I think I will go ahead and introduce our guest. And I'd like to start with uh, Justin Latini. Justin is a a veteran of the Navy. Um, And Justin, you are in charge of the fundraising efforts to raise money to recreate the Vietnam Memorial Wall in Fall River. Correct. Uh, one of uh, ten directors that sit on the uh, the board. Um, I primarily uh, do the fundraising, or one of the fundraising. I mean, I'm the fundraising chair for that. And this is a an amazing wall. It's a permanent wall. Uh, it's not a Fall River wall. It's a Massachusetts Rhode Island wall. Uh, we uh, created a 501c. Okay. Uh, a lot of combat veterans and non-veterans. Uh, we uh, bought the proprietary rights to build this wall. There's only three other walls in the country. They're eighty percent replica of the wall. Mm-hmm. Where are the others located? If you uh, know, one is in Utah, okay. Oklahoma, and Kentucky. Okay. So we're pretty much on the East Coast, except for the original wall in D.C. Good. So we're going to talk a lot more about this now. I know that you uh, worked at the Massachusetts Department of Correction for quite a while. Correct. And did you actually retire from there? Yes, I did. I did ten years ago. It's been ten years. Uh, April, I retired. Well, you don't look that old. You look oh. like you're young. That's what serving in a submarine does for you. I think that's what it does. It keeps us away from those ozones. Right. Um, I hadn't thought about that part of it. (laughs) I like that. So, Justin, you served in the United States Navy from 1971 to 1974. You received an honorable discharge. I know that you served on uh, nuclear submarines, uh, fast attacks, and basaltic submarines. Ballistic. 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 Okay. I'm not reading That's this correctly. Okay. That's all right. Or maybe, Might it was, maybe it was not spelled correctly. There you go. And I should have known that already. But now, did you serve both in the Atlantic and Pacific? Correct. Coast? I was on the East Coast and West Coast. So uh, how much time do you think you actually spent in a submarine? Uh, my records give me a year and a half of uh, sea duty. So, okay. uh, you know, tweening on the, on, the, on the fast attack, you're on one crew, you're in and out. Uh, on the ballistic missiles, we were, um, we were on the, I was on the blue crew. So you'd traditionally be out three months and then be back uh, for three months. Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. 
And are you still president of the Vietnam Veterans Chapter 207? Correct. I, I am in Westport, Mass. Okay. And you're commander of the Honor Guard and secretary of the Massachusetts Vietnam Veterans of America. Correct. Well, first of all, thank you for your service and thank you for being here today. We're going to be talking uh, very shortly about something really important, which is the memorial wall that will be constructed in Fall River. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, Justin and the 501c3 organization that he belongs to, they've done a pretty amazing job in raising funds so far, but your help is also needed to complete this. And our second guest today, uh, we have with us a veteran of the United States Marine Corps. So uh, welcome to Carol Freitas. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. And thank you for being here also. Now, Carol, you're the newly, uh, I guess, fairly recently appointed veterans um, benefits, or what's your proper title in Westport? Veteran Service Officer. Veteran Service Officer, okay. Um, and you began that uh, fairly recently, I guess. April 1st. Okay. And prior to that time, and I'm not sure if, if there was a gap in between, you also served six years on active duty with the United States Marine Corps. Yes, from 1986 and to 1992. You actually um, outranked me. <laughs> I left the service as a staff sergeant. Yes, I left the service as a sergeant. I was uh, serving in the Marine Corps Reserves while I was going through college and law school. I'll tell you a little bit about my Marine Corps history in just a minute. Folks who listen regularly to this show have probably heard it before, but you know, I did a lot of research again in the last couple of days preparing for the show, and I was looking again at my grandfather's service records and my dad's service records. So you probably didn't know, Carol, that my grandfather, whose name was Charles, Charles Lance, served in World War II in the Marine Corps, excuse me, World War I in the Marine Corps, and he fought in France in the trenches and fought the Germans and uh, also received the Purple Heart. Uh, interestingly, when he left the service, he was also a sergeant. And then my dad spent 20 years in the Marine Corps. But I had forgotten about his history a little bit. I was looking at it again last night. He signed up for the Marines when he was 17 years of age. He had to bully his parents into signing consent to allow him to go in that early. And he went immediately overseas. And he fought in the Marshall Islands. He fought in Okinawa. He made three amphibious wave assault landings. Um, and, you know, I, I got to thinking about both of them last night, and I also have most of my father's service records file, and it's really hard stuff to read. You, what I didn't realize and I didn't remember is that he spent almost two years, and he was discharged from the Marine Corps in 1945 back in San Diego, and at that time he was a first sergeant. So in two years, he went from a recruit to a first sergeant, and he was in an amphibious tractor battalion. So he was driving and directing the big amphibious tractors that landed on the beaches. And I still can't imagine what that would have been like. He also received the Purple Heart. But then a few years later, he went back into the Marines again, and he finished and did a full 20 years, and he fought in Korea. So as far as I'm concerned, my dad had a pretty distinguished career serving in the Marines. And interestingly, he also retired as a first sergeant. So I think he had to make his way back through the ranks again when he, get, uh, when he went back into the Marines. But anyway, I'm, I'm proud of um, the history in my family. You know, my dad and my grandfather and 
And my son, Peter, whom you know, Carol. Yes, I do know. Um, is also uh, served in the Marine Corps. But today we're not talking about veterans. Uh, the three of us are all proud and pleased that we've served in the Navy and the Marines. We're all related, aren't we? Yes. Brothers yes. and sisters. Um, Carol and I both had the pleasure of going to uh, Paris Island, South Carolina. Carol, have you ever gone back to visit? I haven't, but I do want to. Well, you have to do that. What you have to do is you have to go online and find out when they're going to have a graduation because it's really impressive when they have a graduation. You can get down there, you can go into the PX and mm-hmm. everything else. But it's a lot of fun to uh, listen to the drill instructors still <laughs> screaming and calling cadence. That hasn't changed. I would like to see a graduation on the actual parade deck because when I graduated, it was raining and we were in the theater. So I feel like I missed out. <laughs> um, yep, you did. Well, um, we're very pleased to have uh, both of these folks with us. Carol is the new newly appointed veteran service agent in Westport, and uh, Justin Latini is, uh, do, you, do you live in Westport, by the way? Correct. I retired to Westport. Yeah. Okay. So you're also a Westport resident, but you're uh, very much actively involved with the, um, the wall. Now, I wonder how many folks listening today understand the difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. So Veterans Day is a day that we celebrate all veterans, um, you know, living, dead, presently serving, retired. Um, Memorial Day is a day that we remember people who served in our military service who died in service of their country. There's a big difference. So the most important thing I'd like to say today is veterans, excuse me, Memorial Day is not just about having a parade, It's not about having an extra day off. It's not about having a party. And it's certainly not about all the sales that are taking place in the malls and the stores, Memorial Day specials, and so forth. I'm hoping that everybody listening today can take just a little bit of time to remember why we celebrate Memorial Day. And we celebrate Memorial Day because we want to recognize uh, the people who died in service of the country Now, I don't want to go too far afield with this, and I won't take a lot of time, I promise, but I had some research done by one of the people in my office about the number of people who've died in our wars. So, Justin, this is a question for you. See if you can guess. I'm going to give you a series of wars, um, Civil War, World War I, World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, Afghanistan. Which war do you think had the most war dead? Civil War. Civil War, absolutely. And people forget that. They don't realize the enormity of the Civil War in this country. 655,000 military deaths. Well, American on American. I mean, American that's, on that's American. what it was. Yep. Yeah. In World War I, there were 116,500 people who lost their lives from America. Other than that, the numbers are enormous. It's approximately 10 million military who died in World War One. But if it weren't for the entry of Americans in World War One, it would not have been, it would not have been won. Yeah. So we lost 116,500 uh, men and women in World War One. World War Two, um, Americans lost 405,400 lives, and when you add in the total military, that's closer to 25 million, which is staggering. And then the Korean War, um, we lost 35,500. Americans. Uh, Total military was about 2.3 million. In Vietnam, uh, which is a very important and fairly close war, 
we lost 58,209 men and women in the military. Um, Afghanistan so far has been approximately 2,200. So today we're going to be talking a lot about the uh, Vietnam War. We're going to be talking about the Navy. We're going to be talking about the Marines because, after all, we're here. Can I give you a quotation about the sure, Navy? Uh, let's Justin? try a Navy quotation. Okay. It is the function of the Navy to carry the war to the enemy so that it is not fought on the U.S. soil. That was uh, Admiral Jester Nimitz. He's got a few ships named after him, Absolutely. doesn't he? Absolutely. I'll, I'll see if I can scrape up a few other uh, Navy quotations. Let's see if you have a few Marine ones here. You may yeah, have we'll one. We'll probably have a few Marine Corps quotations <laughs> also. Well, what I'd like to do is basically I'm not going to talk about any more statistics of Memorial Day. Just remind everybody once more that Memorial Day is about celebrating the people who made the ultimate sacrifice, who gave their lives in service of the country. So there are a lot of parades taking place um, this weekend, mostly on Memorial Day itself, which is tomorrow. The show is being broadcast on Sunday morning. And um, take some time to go to a parade if you have a chance. Uh, there are lots of things taking place this weekend. Um, I'd like to just jump right in for a minute, if I could, Justin, and let's talk about the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall. Tell people what it is, first of all. Well, it's a 80% uh, replica of the uh, wall in Washington, D.C. There are over 58,000 names on the wall. As you know, that, night, that number fluctuates because there are still um, MIA. MIAs, uh, and uh, every day we, we're getting reports of them coming back. And uh, so we're, we, the wall will be as up-to-date as possible. Uh, right now the panels are being created. The... Um, Panels will be shipped up from Texas. That's where they're, they're actually manufactured. Okay, I was going to ask uh, you that. In September, we haven't got a date. As soon as we have a date, we're going to have a, an event uh, on the site of the Bicentennial Park in Fall River, which is right down upstream from uh, Battleship Cove. Mm -hmm. The uh, panels will then go into storage, and we will be building the, the wall itself um, throughout uh, the summer of 2020. And we're looking at completion of this project November 2020 which would include a, a, uh, the, the wall, uh, pavers, uh, security, lighting, everything that needs to be done. The wall is 360 feet long. Okay. And we're going to try to build it as close to the uh, wall in D.C. As I said, the, the wall uh, walk down, we're, we're trying to get, as you walk down into the monument, uh, there is, the grading is, is right now is, is a, a stickling point is how far we can go down on the grading. But mm -hmm. there will be some kind of grading that you'll get the same effect as you do at the wall in okay. uh, Washington. And I, I have been to the Vietnam Wall in uh, Washington, D.C. It's, it's an incredibly emotional experience. Whether you knew somebody that served there or not, or knew somebody who died in Vietnam, it's just a totally humbling experience to stand in front of the wall and look at all those names. Well, in Massachusetts, we have uh, 1,255, I believe, heroes on the wall. Mm -hmm. And Rhode Island has 211. As I it's, uh, mentioned earlier in the broadcast, the we have bought the proprietary rights from Massachusetts in a 50-mile radius wherever the wall would go. And by okay. being placed in, in Fall River, it actually now encompasses most of Rhode Island. All right. But we look at this as a regional wall. Sure, of course. Uh, this wall is for veterans who cannot get to Washington, D.C. Uh, it's permanent, so you don't have to worry about the, with the traveling wall whether you're going to be home that week or they have a certain time. Mm -hmm. And 
park is open 24 hours a day. It's free to the public, so veterans can come at any time. Uh, as you know, a lot of the Vietnam combat veterans uh, would, would like to come when it's we call off time, where there's not a lot of folks there, and sure. they can spend some time and, uh, and really enjoy at the same time and, 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 and get healing from that wall. And remember. And remember, yeah. So you have a website, and it's called VietnamMemorialWall.org. Correct, and that's uh, .org is, is the key on that. Um, you go on that website, it will give you the information about the wall, how to donate. You'll see sponsors who uh, several companies have really stepped up for sponsorship. You'll see news articles in there, uh, fundraising activities that are going on. And this is, again, uh, a regional wall, so we're fundraising from the western part of Massachusetts, the Cape, here, here on the south coast. Okay. Uh, we have several uh, events going on throughout the year. Well, you were on last year talking about this at the time of um, Veterans Day, and, and I said, we need to have you back. We need to have you oh, back correct. on Memorial Day. So thank you for being here this weekend. Um, and I'll, I'll just basically say that in my family, with my military history and our respect for um, anyone who served in the military and certainly anyone who died in the military, um, we're going to become a sponsor ourselves. So I'll talk to Thank you about you. the details of that. We appreciate that. And it's that important. So ladies and gentlemen, if you think you might be interested in making a contribution or becoming a sponsor, get in touch with Justin Latini. Um, you can reach him at 508-673-3300. You might be reaching out for other fundraising events too, I would imagine. Absolutely. Okay. And definitely visit their website, vietnammemorialwall.org. I would imagine that when you have your events and openings, you're going to have representation from all the veterans groups in the area. Correct. Uh, we have uh, unbelievable response from, from the veterans groups, from VFW, uh, DAV, uh, you know, all, all organizations, uh, too numerous to mention, but any organization uh, with uh, veteran ties and non-veteran ties mm -hmm. uh, have reached out to us. Uh, we're looking at... Uh, People like Rolling Thunder will be coming in when the panels come up to okay, escort good. the panels in. Yep, the motorcycle uh, group. Correct. Uh, we've That's got so impressive. many groups who are who have reached out to us who want to get involved. There, we we have uh, one activity that just ran uh, on Friday. It's called Tip the Helmet. You've seen it with the tip the boot for the um, mm -hmm. uh, the fire and uh, departments are out on the street with the sure. boot. Well, now they're doing it with the helmet. Uh, they'll also be doing it in Fall River on June fourteenth. And it's a great way for organizations, if they'd like to run their own, tip the helmet. We supply the helmets, all the PR for them. We'll help them promote it. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's a great fundraiser for organizations to get involved. So if they'd contact us, if they'd like to be involved with us, uh, it'd, be, it'd be great. And I assume that you're also going to be working with Carol Freitas, the uh, Westport Veterans Service Officer. Um, and um, your organization, I'm sure, will be involved too, Carol. Yes, anything that we can do to help veterans and veterans organizations, it's something that I'm very much looking forward to. Great. I want to give you some information about some of the events that are taking place uh, this weekend. And I want to remind people that tomorrow, um, May 27th, is the actual Memorial Day, the day after t today. And I want to give you a series of parades in no particular order. Uh, Dartmouth is having a parade that starts at 9.30 a.m. Uh, they're reversing the direction this year. It begins at the, on um, Russell's Mills Road where the uh, baseball fields are, the DYAA baseball fields, 9.30. It's then going to go down Elm Street, which is down 
past the police station, take a left, and it'll go down Elm Street to Bridge Street. There'll be a ceremony at Payton Aaron Bridge, 9.30 in the morning on Wednesday. New Bedford has a parade at 11.30 a.m., and their parade starts at uh, the intersection of Hathaway Boulevard and Parker Street. It'll march east on Parker, then to County, and then north on County Street. Uh, it'll take some other directions. And it's finally going to end up at the Klasky Common Park. There will be a reading of the Gettysburg Address and Logan's Orders. In Fairhaven, we're having um, at 8.30 a.m. Uh, Fairhaven does a really nice job every year with its parade. But 8.30 in the morning, Main Street from Center Street north to Riverside Ceremony. And they always do a great ceremony uh, at the ceremony itself. They will be performing the National Anthem by the Fairhaven High School music uh, students. And there will be a ceremony at the Civil War Monument, followed by a cannon salute. Westport is having a parade that kicks off at 10 a.m. on Monday. It goes along Main Street from Town Hall to Beach Grove Cemetery. There will be a memorial service there. And in Fall River at 1130, uh, there's a special event taking place in Battleship Cove. Uh, There will be a series of uh, special Memorial Day events. They'll be raising the flag. They'll be laying a wreath. Um, There will be a salute from the USS Massachusetts 5-inch guns. That would be pretty impressive. We do that. That's actually for the Vietnam veterans. That that ceremony on the ship starts at noon. And that's strictly for Vietnam veterans. Okay. Well, lots of things. If you don't remember these things, if you want more information, I'm sure it'll be in the papers. I'm sure it'll be on websites. But you can also call our office at 508-998-8858. We'll be happy to give you this information. Do something for Memorial Day. Do something to remember why we celebrate Memorial Day. It's critically important. So Memorial Day, as I mentioned earlier, is... A day to remember uh, our war dead in this country. It used to be called Decoration Day right after the American Civil War in 1868. Uh, There's some dispute about where Memorial Day or Decoration Day began. Uh, Different cities and towns have claimed uh, uh, the honor of being the first. But Memorial Day is not to be confused with Veterans Day. It's a day of remembering men and women who died while serving. And Veterans Day celebrates the service of all U.S. military veterans. The first well-recognized observance of a Memorial Day kind of celebration was after the Civil War in Charleston, South Carolina, and it was on May 1st, 1865. And it was publicized in the New York Tribune and other places. And very interestingly, um, at that time of that celebration, Union troops black ministers and northern white missionaries uh, brought flowers to lay in the burial field. And there's a quotation that says, this was the first Memorial Day, and it says, African Americans invented Memorial Day in Charleston, South Carolina. And that was kind of news to me. I'm not sure um, if that's accurate, because in 1966, President Johnson said, Waterloo, New York was the birthplace of Memorial Day. So there's always a dispute when it comes to history, isn't there? But uh, General Logan, we referred to that earlier, issued a proclamation right after the Civil War. He was commander-in-chief of the Grand Army of the Republic. Um, We have a very active Civil War group um, in uh, New Bedford that meets in New Bedford. 
and General John A. Logan issued a proclamation calling for a Decoration Day to be observed annually and nationwide. Um, later, it became Memorial Day. So we won't go into all the history of that, but do recognize that it, it is to recognize people who have died in the military in service of the country. Now, um, Carol, tell me about some of the things that you do as Veterans Service Officer in Westport. I assume you meet with veterans, obviously. So primarily my role is to assist veterans and their families in Westport who are struggling financially. We have a program, it's throughout Massachusetts, called Chapter 115. So veterans or their surviving family members who are you know, having problems paying for their housing, clothing, food, utilities, we can check and see if they meet the criteria and provide them with monthly financial assistance uh, to, to cover those bills. We cover medical expenses. We also can assist with burial expenses when a veteran passes. In addition to the Chapter 115, we help veterans apply for benefits through the VA. We can help them with paperwork to apply for Social Security or Mass Health, any kind of uh, public assistance that's available that we can assist with that. You just said something that I found very interesting. You could assist veterans with burial benefits also. I didn't know that. I was not aware of that. So uh, that's a very important duty. We're going to take a very short break and come back. And when we come back, we're going to talk again with uh, Justin Latini, who is president of the uh, Vietnam Veterans uh, Chapter 207 and is very much involved in the Vietnam Veterans Wall Replica Project in Fall River. And also uh, Carol Freitas, the Westport uh, Veterans Service Officer. I want to ask you some more questions. So stay tuned. We'll be right back, and we've got some really interesting things to talk to you about. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Memorial Day weekend, and we're doing a special show today really to honor those who have given their lives in service of their country and the military service. And uh, again, welcome back to Carol Freitas, the uh, Westport Veteran Service Officer. Welcome back, Carol. Thank you. Welcome back, uh, Justin Latini. Thank you very much. And we have such a short time and a lot of stuff to talk about, don't we? We do. But, um, Carol, we were just talking very quickly about some of the things that you do as a veteran service uh, officer. And I know that in Massachusetts, it's mandated by statute that every city and town has to have a veteran service agent, right? That's correct. That's been the statute in Massachusetts since the 1800s. I didn't realize it went back that far, but it's, it's such an important thing. I had to um, persuade my brother to go down to the veterans officer, an agent in his town. He lives up in uh, Charlton, Massachusetts. He served in Vietnam. He was in the Army. Um, he wasn't wounded, fortunately, but he was exposed to Agent Orange. He has hearing difficulties, and he went out and paid for his own hearing aids. And he's finally going through the process. And I said, you know what? You not only served during a time of military conflict, which is a requirement to get aid and attendance, but you also served in Vietnam. So, Carol, I know there's a special program that's called Aid and Attendance, and it's special care pensions for wartime veterans. And it doesn't mean you have to have been in a war zone, correct? Right. <laughs> so I bet there's a lot of people listening today, veterans, and maybe even widows of veterans, who might be struggling financially and don't realize that there's benefits that they could be entitled to. 
that's absolutely true. I think there are a lot of people out there who just are not aware. Um, I, I met with a, a widow of a veteran just recently, and she she is on the Chapter 115 rolls, but she didn't know about it until just a couple of years ago. Uh, so one of the things that I'm hoping to do is get out to uh, the, well, I've been to the Council on Aging, but I want to get out to the senior uh villages mm-hmm. village uh, village commons and greenwood terrace and westport and others nokachoke village and have presentations to family members and to veterans and let them know that these benefits are available to them okay if you decide to do that maybe we'll team up with you as well and do a special conference that um tenny lance my wife um in the law firm lance law will help participate in that tenny is actually a certified veteran specialist which is a little unusual. She understands the rules and the regulations and the aid and attendance, but she doesn't actually fill out applications, and she's not allowed to charge even a dollar for any advice that she gives. Mm-hmm. So it's something that she's been involved in for a long time simply because we believe in it. Uh, we have a client on the Cape who applied for aid and attendance after a long time. Maybe it's something else as well, but they had a fairly large check because there were retroactive benefits as well. Don't overlook these benefits. Uh, Carol, how does somebody reach you uh, if they want more information? My office phone number is 508-636-1028. And typically I'm in the office Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. If I'm not there, I do have voicemail. You can leave a message and I will get back to you. Okay. And um, uh, do you have any official function in the parade that's taking place in Westport tomorrow? Um, well, I, along with Justin, uh, where or, we organize the whole parade and the ceremony, uh, okay. what I'll be doing is reading the, um, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance okay. at the ceremony and marching in the parade as well. It's interesting, even now as we're producing this show, I'm listening to music on classical music stations, and they're getting more and more patriotic. And last weekend, I did something really interesting. I went up to Taunton. And their uh, community chorus group with 90 people singing and 30 people in the orchestra. And the first half of the show was dedicated to gospel music. But the whole second half was patriotic music, and they also recognized all the veterans. That's great. So, again, I applaud anybody who served in any branch. They called the Marine Corps. They played the Marine Corps hymn last. I'm not sure why. But, um, you know, everybody's turning around to see who's standing up for mm-hmm. the Coast Guard hymn and the Navy hymn and everything else. And a lot of these guys were standing, and they're older by definition. They're standing there with their hands in front of them. They're looking a little bit, you know, embarrassed at standing up. So when they played the Marine Corps hymn, of course, I stood up at attention. Of course. Because that's what we're taught to do. <laughs> so um, do, you, do you like Marine Corps quotations? <laughs> of course. I like everything Marine Corps related. <laughs> Um, let's see, most of these, I have to find a clean one that I could use. Um, this one I've always liked. And every once in a while, this discussion about uh, eliminating the Marine Corps. And unfortunately, this one's cut off. I can't use that one. But I'll give you one that I like from Eleanor Roosevelt. The Marines I've seen around the world have the cleanest bodies, the filthiest minds, the highest morale, and the lowest morals of any group of animals I have ever seen. Thank God for the United States Marine Corps. (laughs) Isn't that a great discussion? That is. Well, thank you for your service for being in the Navy, Justin, and and Carol, you for being in the Marine Corps. Thank you. Let's come back. We're not going to talk further about parades, but get some information. Go to a parade. 
Remember when the main flags go by, especially the color guards, take off your hats, gentlemen, and stand at attention, everybody, and put your hand over your heart and show some respect for your uh, American flag. And remember why you're there. Um, so let's see. I want to talk a little bit further about the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall because this is a really special project, and you're both involved in it. And you're honoring, um, by doing this, everybody who served in Vietnam and certainly all the people who died in Vietnam. Yeah, and I'd like to expand on a little bit on that. When and we're Going back even to benefits, this kind of relates back into benefits. Uh, almost 10 million of us served during the Vietnam War. And 10 they, million? 10 million. Wow. Um, they use the phrase uh, era for those who weren't in country. And, yes. And I never consider myself an era veteran because I, I never have heard the term era used in Korea mm-hmm. or World War II. Or, right. So I call myself a wartime veteran, and I'm very specific that I am not a combat veteran. Right. Um, about 2 million served in country. So we have 8 million who served around the world in support roles or in other roles during the Vietnam War. And it's amazing that sometimes those 8 million, I've actually have some stories about folks I've met, veterans, and I'll ask them when they served, and they say, well, I'm not really a veteran. And I ask them, I don't understand that terminology, and they mm-hmm. explain that, well, they served during Vietnam, but they never went to combat, so they not consider themselves a veteran. And so did many. And so I remind them that their service has value, and whether you were in combat or in support or wherever you served, whether you left the United States or didn't, you need to you know, be honored that you served your country. We all raised our hand. We all you know, said we would do our duty. And I ask, always ask them sometimes, was there a line that said Vietnam and not to go to Vietnam? Did you have a choice? I, I never remember that line, that there was mm-hmm. a, a line to go and not to go. And um, I always use two phrases. One is um, veterans... There's not a veteran that likes war. No. And for Vietnam veterans, our motto, national motto, is never again will one generation of veterans abandon another. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we're kind of in the forefront now uh, to respect, demand respect for those who are serving now. Mm. You know what I find in my office, uh, Justin and Carol? I find that as folks are coming in to do their estate planning, their retirement planning, we always have a place on our application to find out if they served in the military. And we started something about a year and a half ago. We got decals that you can put on your car, very service branch. And we have a card to thank people for their service that says, America thanks you on the front. And then inside it says, and we thank you too for your service. And we give them a sticker. I've had grown men with tears in their eyes when they get this. Because people forget, and they don't always thank a veteran. They don't always remember the war dead and the people who sacrificed. And it's something that's just very special to people. And I I think that deep down inside, anybody who served in the military in any capacity really um, is pleased that they've done that and also realizes that they need to be thanked once in a while. Let me give you some interesting information. Actually, you provided this information. Twelve soldiers on the Vietnam Wall were 17 years old. Correct. And actually, talk about your, your, your father or grandfather. Dad, I went in at 17. Yeah, my so dad went I. in Same 17. thing. I had to argue with my parents to, to yes. allow me to go in. 
They probably had to sign a piece of paper for yeah, you. Absolutely. To do that. Yeah. My so, mother did. I had I graduated boot camp eight days, uh, six days after I turned eighteen. Wow. <laughs> so you were in while you were seventeen. Yes. Wow. No wonder you both look so old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, you look terrific, and I can't say it enough. You know, thank you for your service. And by the way, my uncle, who's been on this radio show in the past about eight years ago, he's deceased now. He died at 93. He served in the Army in the Battle of the Bulge, and um, he received the Bronze Star. So lots of uh, family history for all of us, I'm sure. But these statistics that you provided about a little history of the Vietnam Memorial Wall are pretty amazing. 58,267 names now on the list, and this doesn't necessarily include missing in action. Correct. Um, and you mentioned something interesting that on the first day of the war, the first year of the war, there were so many people killed. First day um, in, in country, I think there were 996, I think it's on the list. On the very first day. And the day. last day, uh, those who were leaving the country, I believe there were over 1,000 who would, were killed on their last day of service. Which is really amazing. And women are also on the wall. Uh, women were killed nursing the wounded. We have eight, eight women on the wall. Yeah. This is interesting. 54 soldiers attended Thomas Edison High School in Pennsylvania. Why so many from one school? That's the, a statistic that just jumps and, right and out deceased, at you. So they're on yeah. the wall. They're on the wall. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. You know, did you ever think about the fact that uh, what a waste war is? I'm sure we've all thought about that. But think of maybe one person who was killed who might have invented a cure for cancer, mm-hmm. who might have discovered something, who might have found a different way to you know, serve the, their country, but their lives were taken quickly and too short. Well, if you look out of the 58,000, I believe 33,000 were 18 years of age. Yeah, the largest you, age group. And mm-hmm. If you look at our generation, I mean, we lost a generation of, mm. of young men and women. I want to repeat that because that's pretty amazing. The largest age group out of 58,000-plus names on the Vietnam Wall, the largest age group of 33,103 names were 18 years of age. That's horrific. Mm -hmm. It really is. Well, how can somebody support this wonderful effort to bring a permanent 80% replica of the Vietnam Wall? Well, first of all, we'd like folks to visit our website at uh, VietnamMemorialWall.org. We also have a Facebook page. We have a GoFundMe page. Um, We have a group of uh, students uh, out of Rhode Island who now are setting up our um, uh, hashtag uh, the Vietnam okay. Wall in yep. in, in uh, Fall River, Good. and so uh, we have a couple of uh, big events coming up. We have Women Can Cook on June 9th at the Liberal Club in Fall River. I believe it's three o'clock in the afternoon. It's a twenty dollars, and there are uh, some celebrity uh, chefs coming in, women who uh, will cook, and you get to sample some great food. Uh, we have a car show coming up on September 7th at uh, Bristol Community College. Last year we had about 300 classic cars come, and our sponsor for that would be Colonial South, uh, Chevrolet, Honda, and Jeep. And we ask, uh, when we have events, we do ask for sponsors. So if your company or organization would like to sponsor one of our events, we would be uh, more than happy to have you come on board. This project is uh, about a year into it right now in fundraising. The first year was getting the corporation together, getting all our Ducks in order with the city of Fall River, which was gracious enough to give us a location at Bicentennial Park okay. uh, in Fall River. We, we secured that location. The park department 
approved our plans. The mayor, the city council, everyone has been on board. We're all signed off. The only thing now we're waiting on is um, the final draft uh, of the topography of the area, mm -hmm. and uh, we're ready to roll. So, In the Bicentennial Memorial Park in Fall River, um, what are some of the other memorials that are uh, there? We have amazing memorials. The uh, World War II uh, monument is there, which is also called the Iwo Jima Monument. The Go state Gold Star um, family uh, monument is on site. So that is the state Gold Star uh, monument, mm. which is in that park. The Korean monument, which is finishing up, I believe, in the next week or two, their uh, monument has been completed. And w the Vietnam Wall will just be a complement to those uh, monuments at that park. And for those Vietnam veterans out there listening today, don't forget that the state uh, Vietnam Memorial is in Worcester. And if you get out there, you really need to uh, look at the state um, monument for Vietnam veterans. It's a uh, amazing job that they've done out in Worcester. So our wall is just a complement to that. Good. So there's a lot of activities taking place there. And by the way, you can walk from there to Battleship Cove along great, the walkway. Yeah. Great walk along the water. It's about a mile, I guess, to go from Battleship Cove, where the battleship is, um, USS Massachusetts, and then go from there to the Memorial Park or vice versa. Correct. I'm really looking forward to the dedication of this, the construction of this, and so forth. I think it's going to be amazing. Carol, uh, Carol Freitas, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been to the Marine Corps Museum in Quantico? I went last year. I went to a Women Marines Association convention mm -hmm. in uh, Washington, D.C., and we did a trip to the Marine Corps Museum, and it was just amazing. I was just blown away by the displays. Yeah, it's incredible. I've yes. been there twice. They yes. have jets and helicopters and mm -hmm. planes, um, the old Corsair planes. I think that might have been a Navy plane, or at least it took off on carriers, didn't yeah. it, with the folded wings. Yep. Um, they have those hanging from the ceiling and every kind of display you can possibly imagine. So I've been there twice, including last December of 2018, and one of the things I did when I was there is I joined the Marine Corps Heritage Foundation, which is part of their fundraising arm. And they were having um, a drive to uh, purchase bricks. So they're building a brick walkway. And I bought a brick to remember my grandfather, remember my father. So, for example, here's the certificate that I just received a couple of months ago. They're going to be installing the bricks uh, very shortly. And it says, uh, First Sergeant Raymond Lance, retired 20 years, World War II in Korea, PH for Purple Heart. It'll be a brick for him. And then I bought one for my grandfather, and his says, Sergeant Charles I. Lance, World War I, France, Purple Heart. So Very I will nice. definitely visit again to go see that. So I'm just curious, is there anything like a brick walkway being planned possibly? Absolutely. Uh, we're River? calling them uh, pavers, the memorial pavers. Yep. They're actually going to be a black granite polished uh, stone. Okay. Uh, for the individuals will be silver lettering. For organization and companies or cities and towns, they'll be in gold. And they're mm -hmm. going to be on the outside of the walkway. We're going to isolate them so people don't walk on these mm -hmm. memorial pavers. But they're going to line the wall. And uh, those will start going on sale sometime in September on our website. Of this year? Of this year. So if somebody's interested in having a paver, which helps in the fundraising effort Absolutely. to uh, build the wall. And those pavers are $175 for individuals and mm -hmm. 250 for organizations or cities and towns. Okay, good. 
Well, again, VietnamMemorialWall.org is the website, and definitely visit this, and definitely do something for Memorial Day. Uh, Justin, I have to give you a, another Navy quotation just because, well, you're here, and you're, okay. you were part of the Navy, <laughs> and the Marines are part of the Navy. Um, this is from somebody called Eric Dane. My father served in Vietnam. The respect I have for the Navy is profound. That's a nice little tribute, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I'll try to find another quotation for the Marines, Carol, that we can <laughs> use that's appropriate to say on the air. <laughs> Some of these are just not available for the mm-hmm. air. Um, so there's a lot of activities coming up. We want to be sure that um, you do something. But, again, it's not just the day to go out and have a nice parade and bring your kids and your grandkids and wave the flags. And, yes, you certainly want to wave the flags. Absolutely. And by the way, if you ever want in my office, we've got a great uh, piece of information on flag etiquette that would be happy to pass out to people. A lot of people don't remember about flag etiquette. So if the little bitty flags are going by, you don't have to stand at attention for those. But usually at the head of a band or the head of an organization, you'll see a group that maybe will have the United States flag and will have the state flag and maybe something else. And all the other flags will be down and the American flag will be higher up in the air as it's required to be. So there is etiquette for flags and how to use them. Most importantly, I want to say a big thank you to Justin Latini for being here and um, what you're doing to help create this uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall and everybody who's associated with your organization. um, You should be very proud and you should be commended. We thank you for having us here today. And ladies and gentlemen, do something to help support this, and then you'll be proud when you go to visit it to know that you had a a part to help finance this. It's going to be a permanent addition, recreation. Uh, Carol Freitas, um, thank you for your Marine Corps service. Thank you. Thank you for taking part in the Greater Marine Corps League. I know you're still active in that. Yes, I am. Uh, My son Peter helped recreate that, by the way. He put all the paperwork together. And we're going to close right now with something very special, Um, and it's on my outline, so I just have to tell you, this is a sailor, Jerry, as she's called, from Minnesota. She served in the Navy as an aviation mechanic. Uh, She's going to sing Hallelujah Veterans Version. This is also on YouTube. You have to watch this. This is a great tribute to veterans, and thank you for listening. your bags and shut the door you crossed the sea to fight a war you didn't know just what would happen to you stepped in the dirt boots on the ground and gunfire was the only sound into yourself you Walk the walk, you fight the fight You never saw the end 
Try each day, keep pushing through, but the battle. 